чорнобривая, навари милая, навари милая, навари, уха-ха, моя чорнобривая. Та дрів вже немає, милий мій миленький, та дрів вже немає, голубі сиденьки. Нарубай, милая, нарубай, милая, нарубай, уха-ха, моя чорнобривая, нарубай, милая, нарубай, милая, нарубай, уха-ха, моя чорнобривая. Та сил вже немає, милий мій миленький, та сил вже немає, голубі сиденьки. Помирай, милая, помирай, милая, помирай, уха-ха, моя чорнобривая. А з ким будеш доживати, милий мій миленький? А з ким будеш доживати, голубі сезенькі? Іску мой, милая, іску мой, милая, іску мой, уха-ха, моя чорнобривая. Іску мой, милая, іску мой, милая, іску мой, уха-ха, моя чорнобривая. Так ішли вже додому, милий мій миленький. Не палуй, милая, не палуй, милая, не палуй, And a delightful folk group from Ukraine called Express, and that was from their CD of a collection of Ukrainian folk songs. And that song was Avarinichke, which translates, at least here in Western Canada, as pierogies. Dobry večer, dorohi radio suhačita, vitaje vas vsih na radio predaču, naš holos radio Krinskoho Korinja, katera podjeci vam na bahatomovni radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB u misti Vancouveri i pomareži PCJ Radio Mižnorodnemu. Pri mikrofoni Pavlina Makwari, djako ju šorišala prebuti zimnoju na stupnu hodinu. Hello there and welcome to Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. I'm Paula Demchuk-McQuarrie, Pukarinska Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this hour. And we've got a great program lined up for you. I recently chatted with Kayla Gillis, who is president of Canada's National Ukrainian Festival in Dauphin, about their upcoming virtual festival on August 1st. Like all the summer festivals across the country, they had to cancel theirs. And unfortunately, it falls on a milestone anniversary this year. But that's not keeping them down. And Kayla will give us a sneak preview of the fun that's in store for Ukrainian festival fans online. As well, closer to home, an interview with the proprietor of a local Vancouver Island business called Perogalicious, which sells, as you may have surmised by the name, pierogies and other great Ukrainian foods. So stay tuned for all of that. We have also got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest and great Ukrainian music. And we've got another song for you here by Express who opened the show and uh, this traditional Ukrainian folk song extolling the virtues of the probably main ingredient or most important ingredient of a very favorite beverage called pevo or beer. Here is Express with a song about hops. Oi chmelnyu, zmi chmelnyu. Хмелю, хмелю зелененький Де ж ти, хмелю, зиму-зимував Що й не розвивався Де ж ти, хмелю, зиму-зимував Що й не розвивався Oh 
що сватати буду. Ночував я у тої вдовиці, що сватати Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit shochenkofoundation.com. Ти 
numbers for you there from a group called Millennia from Edmonton. That was Hey Donna Donna from their most recent CD, Bud Hey, and before that song you heard Millennia with Yadema from their previous CD released, and that was called Live on the Rocks. Set in the beautiful rolling hills of Riding Mountain National Park in the Manitoba Parklands, Canada's National Ukrainian Festival in Dauphin has become an institution over its 55-year history. But although the 55th anniversary celebration of Canada's National Ukrainian Festival has been postponed for 2020 because of COVID-19 safety precautions, the Festival Board of Directors are planning on hosting a virtual online festival on Saturday, August 1st. So on the line with us now from Dauphin to tell us how we can all join in the fun is Kayla Gillis with Canada's National Ukrainian Festival. Thank you so much for joining us, Kayla. Well, thank you very much for having me, Paula. So uh, what exactly is your role in uh, Canada's National Ukrainian Festival? So I'm the president of the festival. Uh, so this will be my fifth consecutive year as president. So, well, congratulations. Um, yeah. No, thank you. I'm very excited about that. Um, I've been on the board in a total of eight years. So it's been nice to see the festival grow. And, uh, you know, we have a, a great board of directors and we have some new directors coming in um, Every year, if there's a spot, which is nice to see as well, too, and lots of dynamics on our board. So that keeps us very busy. And that's where we're getting all our great ideas from. So who? these are all locals. 
on your board? Uh, they're all locals. Yeah, yeah, they're all from uh, the Dawson surrounding area. Uh, we can house people um, that are more than a um, hundred kilometer radius away because um, mm. now with technology, like we had talked about before, um, with Skype and Zoom, anybody can attend our meetings, right? No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like now anybody can attend the the festival. You know, living out here, I'm from Winnipeg originally. I've been out here mm-hmm. for, for many years. But one of the, I grew up on the Ukrainian festival in Dauphin. I didn't go every year, but it was always there, you know, like, are we going to Dauphin yeah. this year, right? <laughs> It, it's what we do. Everybody does August long. You, you go to Dawson for the Ukrainian festival. Exactly, you know. And uh, so, you know, and there have been a couple of times I've wanted to come out from the West Coast and uh, it just didn't work out for whatever reason, you know, family, wedding or, you know, something. And that, actually, that mm-hmm. was that was the year Corey had asked if I wanted to actually MC. And that yes. was that was a big family wedding. I just couldn't could not not go to that. So it was just it was tough to say no. <laughs> well, for sure. But you know, we will have other opportunities as well too. So, <laughs> well, you know, keep me in mind for sure. I'd love to do that. But uh, for this year, uh, something completely different. Tell us about the virtual festival. How I mean, it's coming up pretty soon. So I think this is, uh, you know, people are just, you know, going on the fly and adjusting to this new normal we have with the technology and came up with this brilliant idea. So tell us how it came to be and and what's what's it all about? Well, we wanted to be able to still have a a celebration on August long weekend, whether it was, you know, just having previous videos to showcase of the festival. Um, But, you know, with modern technology now, why not do a live stream and have the group and all the performers that were supposed to be performing this year at the festival send in videos and performances of what the dances they would have done for festival. So we are making a video with that and going to have our two-hour grandstand like we normally would on Saturday. Oh, um, Yeah, so we're really looking forward to it. We're going to do a little bit of an opening ceremony just to kind of, you know, make it official, right? Mm-hmm. And then actually all of us on the board of directors got together and we made a little Baba and Guido skit. So it's uh, something a little entertaining. It's kind of, you know, Bob and Guido walking around up at the Salah Festival site where, uh, you know, where nobody is and they're wondering where all the people are. So we wanted to do something a little fun and make it a little bit comical too, yeah. right? Oh, so, great. That, that sounds yeah. like fun. Yeah. So then what are the hours that uh, this will be taking place? So on August 1st, like you had mentioned, we're going to go live at 7 p.m. So Manitoba time. Okay. So I guess that'll be five o'clock oh, uh, on the West Vancouver Coast. and stuff. Yeah. Great, great timing. So, mm-hmm. Perfect timing, right? You know, you can buy your probies and everything and get set up and right. you know, have stuff for you. <laughs> um, so what we're doing is we're going to go live on our Facebook page. So you'll be able to watch it on Facebook. We are working on getting a YouTube channel right now as well, too. So people will be able to tune into YouTube. And then we will have it posted on our website at cnuf.ca. Mm-hmm. And if you do miss it, we are keeping it live and up on on the web for quite a few months so that people, if they were unable to attend it Saturday, August 1st, then they can still watch it anytime. That's great. I mean, you, you know, you're not obviously have the vendors and you walk around and have the the little, um, you know, amateur stages and, yeah. uh, and all that kind of stuff. But the grandstand, that's always been like the highlight. And it's exactly. so are you going to have the backdrop of the of the stage with the with the rolling hills in the background that look like the Carpathian Mountains? It does look like the Carpathian Mountains. Uh, we do have some yeah, we do have some pictures we're going to show, and actually some of our, our MC skits are going to be done um, right at the hill. Oh, I get, are you going to have the riding Cossacks? Well, they might make a performance, you oh, never know. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I remember the last time I was there, which was quite a few years ago now, but uh, I hadn't, had not seen it actually at the Salah before. I would, this was the first yeah. time I was at the Salah, and uh, sitting in the bleachers, and then all of a sudden... This thundering, the cannon went off, and this thundering hooves and these crazy Cossacks on these horses, and they came up through the <laughs> through the um, yeah. steps of the bleachers. We were just, wow, this was this was just spectacular. So uh, it's, it's not the festival without the Cossacks. They're, no. just, they're they're just a staple, and they're part of it. And uh, so, yes, they will. We will have a performance. From oh, them, so. fantastic! So that'll be great. And a two and a two hour extravaganza then of all the performers that you had booked. 
That's exactly. So everybody that was coming, and then we do have a few surprise bands and some groups that are going to uh, make a performance as well too. So oh, wow. um, you'll have to you'll have to watch in order to see who it is. So. Oh wow! So who's who's the MC this year? Uh, the- so Mr. Ernie Ernie Sersky. So he's kind of he's been our MC for the last couple of years. So we had asked him back, and he was he was more than more than happy to come back again. So okay. he's, he's a favorite. Yeah, favorite of the festival. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So who are some of the performers that are going to be part of this two-hour extravaganza? Uh, so our dance groups, I'll kind of go through those ones first. Sure. Uh, so we have Poltava out of Regina, Rosalka out of Winnipeg, Yevshan out of Saskatoon. And then as well, we have our Canada's National Riding and Dancing Cossacks. Mm-hmm. And then we have some local dance groups in town. We have Brasa Studios, Zirka Dance Ensemble, and Shiraz. So Shiraz is a favorite at the festival. So as they would call it, it would be a, like a 40-year-and-over-plus kind of dance group. Oh, really? See? And, yeah, they are wonderful. Um, you'll have to tune in. It's they're amazing when they dance and they, they kind of make it comical as well, too. So it's, it's amazing how they just get together and oh. and. Yep, and they pull in all kinds of people. You don't have to be a previous dancer, right? They they oh. teach anybody. So oh, nice. so they're uh, yeah they're uh, they're always a favorite as well too. And then a lot of our bands that uh, will be showcased will be Flu High out of Winnipeg. Oh wow, one of my favorites. Yes, and Millennia out of oh, Edmonton, another favorite. Yep. And then by request out of Winnipeg, kind of the Winnipeg area. Awesome. Uh, and then we do have a, a few local bands as well, too, that are going to be making an appearance. And then, yeah, like I said, our surprise groups and our bands, you'll have to watch for those ones. So. Oh, wow, wow. Usually uh, in recent years, you've had um, uh, headliners from Ukraine. Any this year? Uh, not this year, unfortunately. Just with everything that was kind of going on and this year, we just kind of decided to, uh, you know, next year is always a new year, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So how does it work? Obviously, it's uh, going to be free if it's online. <laughs> yes, it's free. It's online. So <laughs> we wanted to still be able to provide entertainment. You know, we want people to know that we're still out there and Kazakh Ukraine Festival is still going strong. And, you know, we're looking forward to next year. It's going to be bigger and better next year. So I think you it'll... guys will have to come. Yes. Okay. Okay. You know what? We'll just uh, make it happen for sure. So the the ticket prices and um, you've had sponsorships in the past, uh, you know, to right. cover cover the costs. And so how yeah. are you going to, how are you doing that this year? Uh, so for this year, uh, we had offered our patrons that have purchased tickets they have a refund of their tickets or they could roll their tickets over for next year. Oh, nice. Uh, so a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people just rolled everything over for next year because they said they didn't want to miss it. So that was one nice thing too. Um, we could give some refunds as well too, which is understandable because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't know their schedule. They're not sure if they're going to, you know, be able right. to make it for next year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then our sponsors, uh, we still had quite a few sponsors that kept them um, uh, their sponsorship with us for this year, which is wonderful because, you know, we are making a virtual festival and, mm. you know, we still have day-to-day operations. So exactly. um, yeah. we're really gracious that they still helped us out. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been a crazy year, put it that way. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, some in- interesting surprises, some good ones as well as some not so great ones. It's not that they were bad, but it's just it was a, a, such a shock to the routine. Of course, we everything was disrupted, okay. but we've come to uh, to do interesting and incredibly fun things like these virtual festivals. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so it's great that you've got um, some still some um, of your funds coming in from the usual places, but you've got something new going on. Tell me, I, I bought one. I have no idea what I bought. Really, it's a calendar. <laughs> It is. Uh, we are doing a cash calendar because um, obviously we're you know, n- not able to hold the festival. So we need to do a little bit more fundraising than usual, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we're doing for the month of August is so every day we're going to have a draw. Uh, so local businesses around town donated, whether it was a, a gift card or cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every every day at 5.55 p.m., just for our 55th anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're going to make the draw. So there's 31 chances to win. Obviously, there's 31 days in August. So yeah. every day there will be a winner. Oh, wow. And it has been received so well. And anybody can purchase one. You don't have to be from Manitoba. You can be from anywhere. They're $10 each. 
you have 31 chances to win. Who knows? Maybe you'll be lucky and win more than once, or who knows, right? Yeah, and then what we can, um, I guess week for out-of-towners, we can use them next year at the festival? Yeah, the gift certificates around town, yes, for sure. Um, if it's the physical cash, we'll just mail it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll obviously mail it to you anyways. Mm-hmm. And then there is, uh, there's one, two, three, I think three lucky days if you have chances to win either weekend passes, Saturday passes, or Friday passes for the festival. So, oh, wow. Well, I'm so glad I got I got a cash calendar then before it sold out. Yes. I've given you my money, and all I have to do now is sit back and wait to be notified of my prize. <laughs> It's perfect. I hope you win. Yes, that would be wonderful. <laughs> well, I guess everybody that's purchased a calendar hopes that they win. So I hope so, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it certainly was worth the ten dollars just just to support you. And uh, you know, I didn't know what it was, but I thought, yeah, ten bucks. No kidding. Um, you know, it's a no brainer. You're gonna, you've got my money. <laughs> Not a problem. I do. Yes. <laughs> and you know, we only we only printed a thousand of them, so oh, okay. uh, we just kind of limited it just to you know see how it goes. It's our first time. Okay. And and there's more than $4,000 worth in prizes on it. So, right, yeah. right. And so you still have a few left if anybody wants to jump in and join the fun with this? That's exactly. We still have a few left. So anybody can Facebook us or you can call our festival or just go on our website and all, all the information is there. Okay. Well, we should all be following you anyways, all of us festival lovers, because uh, that's where yes. we're, we're going to find, you know, keep updated. I guess you'll be sending out alerts and things when things are happening. So uh, how do we find yes. you online? You can follow us on Facebook. We're under Canada's National Ukrainian Festival. So just like us and share our pages. And we do a lot of promotions throughout the year where you can win tickets. So keep an eye out for that. And then you can just follow us on our webpage, cnuf.ca. Okay, awesome. Easy peasy. So, well, that's great. Thanks so much, Kayla, for coming on and telling us all about this. Sounds like such a fun event. I'm definitely not going to miss it, but you don't need to miss even if you can't make it on uh, at 7 p.m. Central Time on Saturday if you have other plans, like a family wedding or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. It's going to be available. Um, it's going to be archived online at least for a little while. So uh, definitely yeah. something to, uh, to, you know, this is a first time in history. That if you didn't attend it, the festival, that you didn't attend the festival, you can still you know see it. Well, apart from people you know doing their own personal um, you know camcorders yeah. or now cell phones, but uh, something like this is um, historical. So, so uh, congratulations on coming up with the idea, and good luck in all your preparations. Really looking forward to it. Oh, perfect! Thank you so much. And when you guys are watching, if you want to take a picture on how you're celebrating watching Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, tag us. Put it on Facebook and tag us in it, and uh, you never know, um, the best picture might win passes for next year. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Get my hair done. <laughs> I'm getting a Manny Patty the week before, so so like part, oh, part, part way's done. So <laughs> yeah. that's super. Thanks so much, Kayla. Uh, great to have you on, and uh, great chatting. I look forward to um, chatting again, and certainly look forward to the uh, virtual uh, festival on August 1st. Perfect. Thank you so much, Paulette. And I was speaking with Kayla Gillis, president of Canada's National Ukrainian Festival in Dauphin. This is CHMB AM 1320, Vancouver. Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook. Someone stole the kishka, someone stole the kishka from the butcher shop. Who stole the kishka? Who stole the kishka? Who stole the kishka? Someone call the cop. Round the firming fully back, it was hanging on the rack. Someone stole the kishka when I turned my back. Who stole the kishka? Who stole the kishka? Who stole the kishka? Oh, please bring it back. 
Kishka and my fine Hurilka Even take my rubber boots But give me back my Kishka Who stole the Kishka? Who stole the Kishka? Who stole the Kishka from the butcher shop? Now Willie found the Kishka Willie found the Kishka Willie found the Kishka He hung it on the rack He found the Kishka He found the Kishka He found the Kishka Willie brought it back From Winnipeg, that was Slough High, and they will, of course, be one of the performing groups at Canada's National Ukrainian Virtual Festival, taking place on August 1st. That song you just heard was, of course, uh, Who Stole the Kishka? And coming up next is another song by Slough High, and this is the Ukrainian version of a very popular Beatles tune. And it is called Sluhai, which, of course, is the name of the group, but also translates into English as Listen.
So here we are in the middle of July. And this year, unfortunately, our mobility is limited, to say the least, due to the travel restrictions we're all under across the country right now. Even our provincial borders are a bit tricky to cross. So this summer, instead of taking a vacation, many of us are choosing instead to staycation, venturing out uh, maybe a little ways, but staying pretty close to home. I usually head east to Winnipeg in the summer to visit family for a couple of weeks, but this year probably Vancouver is as far east as all venture. Uh, Maybe do some biking in Stanley Park and check out the old stomping grounds. And here on Vancouver Island, where I live now, there's so much to see and do, especially in this local area, our, the CHLY listening area. And, you know, you go wander around and it's amazing who you might just run into. Like maybe a Ukrainian radio show co-host and a stepdaughter selling Ukrainian food. In Canada, especially in BC, every small town has its own market. And these markets are very unique no one the same as other. You can visit one town or city, then go to another town or city and go to another. And you will see all different markets and a lot of local people bring their craft, bring their homemade food to the market. It's very rarely to find Ukrainian food, especially in Shimanos. Uh, I don't know if there are any Ukrainian live in Shimanos, but I walked to one table and see pierogies, cabbage rolls, borscht, rosul, rosil, одним словом. So I would like to invite you, all our listeners of Nash Holos, to virtual testing this Ukrainian food. And hello. Hi there, I'm Julie. Nice to meet you. How did you come to make Ukrainian food? Well, when I was a very young girl, My father was lucky enough to marry my stepmother, Paulette, and her mother made the best pierogies, borscht. Remember how I hated the beet leaf buns, but now I love them. And so I was taught at a very young age to make them. And my stepmother, their baba, taught my sons how to make pierogies when they were young. I remember you came to the house that day. Yes, I did. And uh, it's cheap food when I was a single mom and my boys were growing up. And people would come to the house, and I would feed them pierogies, cabbage rolls, borscht. And people started saying to me, I would buy this from you. And I needed a little bit more money as a single mom, so I started selling them. And then it just kind of took off. And when the market opened up, so this is my job now. That's great. I know Canadians love pierogies. They, when they see me, they, will you bring pierogies? <laughs> no, I'm lazy to make pierogies. <laughs> But yes, they all love pierogies, and they call pierogies, we call this varenike, because we boil them, we don't bake. If bake, that's pierogies, but we boil, so, but... Uh, no, 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 you got to boil them first. You got it. If, if you fry them from frozen, they're like hockey pucks. They taste like those ones that you, that you get from the grocery store. No, 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 you got to boil them first. And then you can fry them with bacon or onions or whatever, and it's fine. But no, they must be boiled first. Yes, we, uh, yeah, we, we, in Ukraine, we fried pierogies the next day. Not the same. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, there's a difference between that junk you get at the grocery store and, and pierogies. How do you make these pierogies? Well, depends on the filling. Um, I usually make the dough the night before, so in the morning it's nice. Roll out the dough, take whatever filling, and I can pinch them out, and I'll freeze them right away unless we're eating them right away. If we're eating them right away, I stick them in a pot of boiling water till they float to the top, and then depending on who's there, if they want them fried, I'll fry them with some bacon and onions and butter or whatever. But I like them the way my baba made them. She would boil them, and then she'd put them in that big pot, remember? And the, the dill and the butter and the onions and all, oh, they were the best. You know, that's the way I like them. That's the way I like to eat them. That's the way my boys like to eat them. That, that's cool. Did your boys help you? My boy, Jake, 
Um, he helps me all the time. If I have a lot of orders due the next day, say if I have to make like 50 dozen, he's like, okay, mom, that's 25 each. Let's go. Like, yeah. No, he's a great help. Yeah. Do you know what? Why did I ask you that? As I don't like to make pierogies. <laughs> I'm not really Ukrainian because like traditional, kind of traditional Ukrainian woman, what she has to do, wake up early in the morning at five, make pierogies for whole family, put in the freezer and go to bed to sleep till eight maybe. So it's, I'm not traditional Ukrainian woman. That's, <laughs> that's why my dad makes pierogies for my husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's why I asked these boys help you because sometimes well. if they have this lazy wife like me, <laughs> they have to know how to make pierogies. Well, I make my pierogies at night. I make them from ten, like you know, eight or ten after I'm finished making dinner, and I'll make till three, four in the morning, and then I go to bed. No one knows. None of that waking up early for me. No. No, unless I'm here and then I wake up. But no, I yeah understand. But you know, I get get away with that because I'm part Scottish too, right? <laughs> okay. What what feeling do you guys love the best? People like the bacon ones, but it's the traditional potato cheddar with a bit of grated onion. Yeah. Okay, my my dad makes for my husband pierogies sauerkraut. I got sauerkraut. You make right too. There. You yeah, make too. I got sauerkraut right there. Okay, so I have to buy for my husband. <laughs> <laughs> And also we like to make a sour cherry, like fruit, fruit filling. That is something that I would like to speak with you about. Remember, Bob, I made those prune ones and the blueberry ones, I think it was one year. Cherry yeah, because I remember that and we would have them in Baba's house. And yes, yeah, yeah. With the 12 meatless dishes. Prune it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were so good. <laughs> we we also make in Ukraine uh, from with blueberries. What here blueberries not the same like in Ukraine. In Ukraine blueberries little bit different, mm -hmm. but this blueberries probably fit to pierogies much better. <laughs> and also I think Saskatoon. Yeah, Sask Saskatoon makes great pierogies. Pierogi making pierogi making runs in the family because we have yeah it's uh, definitely a family business yeah yeah so Julie my stepdaughter has taken a page out of my mom's book as has of course my brother now runs the restaurant that deli that she started in Winnipeg and now um, my niece Amanda has a little shop just outside of Winnipeg and she actually specializes in gluten-free. You can find all of the links to this if you just follow us on Nosholos and uh, you'll be able to keep up with uh, where to find great Ukrainian food, whether it's locally, whether it's in Winnipeg. Uh, we'll uh, definitely keep you posted and uh, keep you in touch and connect you up with where you can find pierogies. Here at Shemanus Market, Julie is here on Wednesdays and Saturdays from 9 to 5 when the market's open. And so you can come and get her fantastic homemade food. Her pierogies are almost as good as mine. Quite. Pretty close. You could. Even the boys say that. Though. Pretty close. Pretty close. And mine are just almost as good as mum's. <laughs> you said you're, you're, you're so good too? Yeah, mine, mine are pretty good. Yeah. yeah they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I know to whom I come next time for dinner. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll just come to Shamina's Market and buy some of Julie's, and I won't have to make them. Yes. Perfect. Yes. That's a great idea. So, Sh so Shamina's Market. Julie, what is the address for Shamina's Market here? It? it is it's Cracks Kitty Corner from the old from the, the Waterwheel water Park. Park. Um, the biggest building in town and open seven days a week from 9 o'clock until, you know, people pack up and go home. But uh, there's restaurants in here. There's all sorts of artisans. On Wednesdays, we have the outdoor market. Uh, ice cream Sundays, like Archie's. Archie's Old Fashioned Diner there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, the beautiful fish and chips place is opening up. And you can get anything. That's why we don't go to Walmart anymore in Duncan, because we can get everything here. It's great. Yeah, yeah. But 9 o'clock, we open seven days a week. That's great. Okay, every, every day in the week, that's great. Uh, before, it was only Wednesday, right? You know, it's always been seven days a week. It's just the outdoor market is on Wednesdays. Uh -huh. okay. As long as the weather holds up. Okay, so next. Cabbage rolls. Very, very traditional. But I tried to make cabbage rolls here and had big problem with finding right cabbage. Because cabbage here was so tough, so thick. Your secret. Can you tell me a secret? No? I have an in with the lady in the produce market at the grocery store, the local grocery store. So I buy the cases of sour cabbage. 
So it's all, I make my cabbage rolls with sour cabbage. And yes, it's more expensive, but the cabbage rolls are so good. And they're a little bit more Polish than Ukrainian. It's more my mother's recipe. My baba always made them with more rice, and I use uh, pork and beef and rice in mine. And But my sauce is my trade secret, and I'm not telling what goes in that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I had one secret. Sour, sour cabbage. cabbage. This we made only on Christmas days. And really, yes, yeah, sour cabbage has a little nice bit soft leaves. Yes. My biggest surprise with seeing Julie launch her little food business uh, is that she finally came around to borscht. I had a hard time stuffing borscht down her when she was a little girl. <laughs> to me, it's a beverage now. Okay, I, I love it. And I have to say, that borscht that you made that few years ago that won that prize, that is the best borscht I have ever had in my life. But the secret that you told me and the pe- reason that um, I have people coming to get my borscht every week, I get orders like, uh, save me two borscht for Wednesday. You told me, the dill. The dill. Fresh dill, fresh dill. So it's fresh dill and lots of it. In- okay, this is your secret in borscht. Yes. I know Paulina won a competition in borscht festival. Oh, actually, yeah, back was it 2015, I think. Yeah, the Victoria has a wonderful borscht uh, competition. And yeah, I was lucky. Actually, I won People's Choice for the Remembrance Borscht. And that was made with yellow beets. That's a special borscht that um, really commemorates Holodomor in November. And um, also, I won um, the honorable mention. For the red borscht. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yes, uh, this orange orange beets probably makes borscht a little bit sweeter, right? Yes, a little bit. It's a bit different, but very good. So, yes, now I'm going to buy some types of pierogies and try it home. And uh, we'll decide what I, my husband and I like the best. We'll come next, next week. Well, thank you very much, Oksana, for coming out to the Shimanis Public Market. And I hope that uh, we see a lot of you folks out here. Thank you. Well, it certainly was delightful to meet up with Oksana Pobereznik, my co-host on the Nanaimo edition of the show, at Shimanis Public Market. No, it wasn't exactly an accident, but it was her idea to meet up there and uh, bring a tape recorder for an interview with my stepdaughter, Julie, who runs a small food booth at the Shimanis Public Market, as you just heard. It's called Perogalicious. Uh, you can find her on Facebook as well as at Shimanis Public Market, Wednesday and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Many thanks to Oksana and Julie for that great interview. Again, you can find Julie on Facebook or at Shimanis Public Market. Just look for Perogalicious. And Oksana, you can hear every Wednesday on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and online streaming at chly.ca, where together we co-host the Nanaimo edition from 11 a.m. until 12.30. And back to the topic of pierogies and grandmothers. Here is Connie Calder, Canadian folk singer, with uh, her story about pierogies and more. I knew a man who never had any luck at all. He'd go on a date and then he'd wait, patient for her call. But then it seemed his luck had changed and everywhere he went. He had a woman on his arm and they looked so I asked him what the secret was that made his life so nice. He said, my Ukrainian grandmother gave me some great advice. She said, if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Listen up, you little doggies, it's a universal law. Cause some like buns, some cabbage rolls, some even like coleslaw. But if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Now some men think that all it takes is a fancy car. Some men think that money will make up for who they are. Some men think it's flowers and chocolates and you'll score. But if they listen to their grandmother, they'd all come back for more. Cause you can read of Mars and Venus, you can even pass the test. But if you're lucky enough to be Ukrainian, Baba knows best. She says if you like her pierogies, 
She'll like your kubasa. Listen up, you little doggies. It's a universal locker. Some like buns, some cabbage rolls, some even like coleslaw. But if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Everybody now, you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Listen up, you little doggies. It's a universal locker. Some like buns, some cabbage rolls, some even like coleslaw. But if you like her pierogies, she'll like your kubasa. Next time she saw me, another girl. They're all. By request band from Steinbach, Manitoba, which will be another featured group at Canada's National Ukrainian Virtual Festival on August 1st. And that was the Honeysuckle Waltz. You've been listening to Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio, our flagship show in Vancouver, here on AM 1320 CHMB and in international syndication on PCJ Radio International. In between broadcasts, please visit us online at www.nasholus.com for transcripts, archived audio files, a link to our podcast, and as well a link to our Patreon site where you can support our work. And our proverb of the week translates as if you want to criticize someone fairly, you must take a long time to prepare yourself. Well, with that, our time comes to an end. So to wrap things up, here is the By Request Band with the Kerosene Polka. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs>
hope you enjoyed the show. If you're not yet a Patreon supporter of Nosh Holos, I hope you'll become one today with the digital equivalent of a cup of coffee or maybe even a snack or a meal. Just go to patreon.com and search for Nosh Holos or click on the orange button at our website. Or maybe you'd rather support the show with a cup or six for yourself. Yes, you can support the show just by enjoying a cup of coffee. Go to noshholos.com to get an amazing six-day coffee experience for just $20. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you.